0: Hey friends, it's Jenna Overbaugh here. I'm a licensed professional counselor and I'm here to help you do all the hard things, including busting through your fear, intrusive thoughts, and worry so you can live your best life. Some of my earliest memories were being anxious and I lived my life that way until I learned more about OCD and anxiety. Since then, I learned as much as I could and I've been helping people overcome their fear and worry since 2008. Over the years, I've acquired some of the best education, training, and empowerment tools to help you understand your brain a little bit better and to finally overcome all of that fear that's been holding you back. Now, if you're ready to learn more, let's get to it. All right, you guys, back for another episode. This time this week, we are talking about the end game. So. The end game is the third part, the final part, in the OCD and Anxiety Recovery Blueprint. If this is the first time that you're listening to an episode, you're going to have to go back and just get the feel for the last previous episode. So in the previous episode, immediately previous to this one, we talked about the transformation. Earlier than that, we talked about the foundation. And then before that, we talked about the whole OCD and Anxiety Recovery Blueprint. And these episodes have been really great for me because I feel like I've had nobody to talk to about the back end of everything that's going on. And it's just really nice to, for me, be able to stand back and like witness all the hard work that I've done and the awesome work that hopefully I'm putting out into the world that you can all now take advantage of and learn from. This is, like I said, the end game. This is the final part in the three-part course of the OCD and Anxiety Recovery Blueprint. You could get the whole blueprint or you could just get the end game if this is where you're at in your journey. So these episodes are really intended to be just more information for those individuals who are curious about the programs or what they might want to take advantage of at this point or maybe sometime in the future. I'm even hopeful that if this is not aligned with where you're at just financially, time wise or uh, resource wise, that you're still able to get something out of this episode, even if you never purchase anything from me, I'm still going to be giving away some like really good nuggets just educationally about why I think these concepts are so important and how to do some of them. So even if you're like 10 out of 10, this is not for me. I cannot do this. I'm not going to do this still listen. You're still probably going to get something out of it. In the previous episodes, like I said, we did talk about the other two pieces of the journey. So the end game really comes in at the end. The end game is all about uh, really taking uh, from where the transformation left off. And it's okay Now that you have mastered and really built and fostered those mental muscles of being able to resist compulsions, now you're ready for the next step. You're ready for actually leaning in and you're actually ready to go into the fire a little bit by doing these purposeful exposures. So it's obviously a huge part of it. But then it's also about relapse prevention. It's about the next stage in your journey. It's about how to make these gains long lasting. It's about how to bulletproof your recovery from every which way. And so it's all about just making everything stick. It's about really, truly giving you your life back, not having to do everything perfect, but making sure that you are solid and that you're not just tolerating OCD and anxiety's presence, but that you are in control, that you can tell OCD to get out of the way, and that you're not just any longer trying to stay afloat. You are winning and that you are getting your life back and that you have that ultimate freedom. So the end game is truly the advanced stage and the advanced phase of someone's recovery journey. So it's where we really dive deep into the exposure part of exposure and response prevention, where you can face your fears in a calculated and strategic way. And really conquer everything that it is that you've been building up to this point. So it's kind of level expert, if you ask me. It's really about taking back control. So within the end game, you're going to gain a deep understanding of the principles really behind ERP and what it means to just challenge yourself and to do difficult things, to go out of your way to do difficult things. I'm actually going to teach you step-by-step how I would teach another therapist how to design effective exposures that put you face-to-face with your fears in a way that's really effective for you on your recovery journey. You're going to be able to manage anxiety, panic, and, and make peace with uncertainty during some of your most challenging experiences. You're going to be able to view obstacles as growth rather than hitting this brick wall of, I can't do that, oh my gosh, no way, what if. You're going to learn how to actively approach your fears and do the challenging things and really just make that a lifestyle. It's all about making this a lifestyle. You're going to be able to live in alignment with what you really want, develop a bulletproof relapse prevention plan to sustain your recovery. So let's go over some of the details of what's inside. So lesson number one is called the one way that you can do this wrong is trying too hard to do it perfectly. This one is all about how perfectionism and indecision and Being OCD about recovery can impact everything, so I want to make sure that we call out that perfectionism, call out that urgency, and use it to your advantage. Then we move on to facing fear head-on, which is a deep dive into the power of exposures. So really making a case for why it's not just enough for you to resist your compulsions, but why you actually really need to go out of the way to do these more purposeful exposures. I talked to you about what are some good exposures, what are some not so good exposures. Again, teaching you the same way that I would teach another professional because I think it's really important for you by the end of this process for you to be able to be your own therapist and for you to be able to have the workings of my brain and be able to walk yourself through situations how I would walk myself or walk myself as a therapist through my client's situations. We take it a little step further by going into some core fears and how to actually do exposures to core fears. So really important work there. I talk about the difference between imaginal exposures and in vivo or in real life exposures. So one big issue that I think a lot of people get into, a lot of therapists do wrong when they don't really understand exposure and response prevention or OCD recovery that well is that they really get into like right out the gate. They start to over assign these imaginal exposures or they do things called scripts. And I definitely think that imaginal exposures and scripts all have a time and place. I definitely have done them. And there have been times where I'm like, crap, we have to start somewhere. We have to do that. Let's just do something and see how it goes. But that's not what exposures are really all they're supposed to be about. They're really supposed to be tailored to your values. They're supposed to be expertly and uniquely crafted to help you get to your goals. And I come from a world having worked in OCD and anxiety residential, like an actual residential unit where individuals literally they could barely eat, they could barely shower, take care of themselves. If I ever assigned anybody an imaginal exposure or kind of a a script versus something that was more realistic or more real life, like actually in their real life that they had to do. I would get interrogated about it. Like, why are we having them in this residential facility when they have all these problems? Why are we having them do these script exposures that they could literally do anywhere? So I have a lot of opinions about scripts and imaginals. And so I tell you, like, okay, what the heck do I do instead? I talk to you about what to do before, during, and after an exposure and also what not to do. So to make sure that when you're actually doing these exposures, you're doing them well and you're doing them effectively the way that I would coach a client to do them in session. I talk about managing anxiety and uncomfortable emotions during exposures because obviously that happens. And so I wanna make sure that you feel supported and going through that process. I then go into a really deep dive about hierarchy development. So developing your fear hierarchy or your fear or exposure ladder. But I have a unique way of doing this. I'm not gonna have you just jump in and start to do your hierarchy yet. I'm actually gonna have you build off of some other vignettes or some other case studies. So I've come up with a bunch of case studies That you can actually like craft exposures for. I just think it's way easier to take your own emotionality out of it and take your own real feelings out of it and actually start to craft ideas for exposures for somebody else who has a totally different subtype than you. So I want you to get confident in building these ideas and crafting these exposures for something else that doesn't like ring those emotional bells. And then in the next lesson, we actually build your personalized hierarchy exposure plan. So That's where we really sit down and work on that sucker, create a strategic hierarchy that systematically gets you the results that you're looking for. I talked to you about how and when to move on to more difficult exposures and how to really progress through that hierarchy, if that's what you're going to work with. I talked to you about how to handle unexpected triggers. Up to this point, we've been really talking about those more purposeful exposures and what happens when you go out of your way to purposefully do these anxiety-provoking things. But life happens especially if you're out there and you're not avoiding everything. Life is going to happen and you're going to be unexpectedly triggered. So I want you to feel supported and feel like you have the resources to deal with that. I then take that a step further. I talk to you about the difference between purposeful and what I call situational exposures. In my opinion, you need both in your journey. So I talk to you about how to add those in. Then I have one of my favorite lessons with Dr. Lisa Levine. So if you've never heard of Dr. Lisa Levine, I bet you've heard of non-engagement responses before. So Dr. Lisa Levine is credited with really coming up with and doing a lot of work on what we call non-engagement responses when it comes to OCD and anxiety. And so I actually have Dr. Lisa Levine herself do an entire hour-long presentation on non-engagement strategies. And people have told me time and time again that they... Like, think that this one video in and of itself would be worth the price of the entire course, that this has just changed everything for them. So it's really cool to actually see it from her. I also will help you track progress and handle your setbacks. So those things are going to happen, those little hiccups, and I want you to be able to learn from them. I talked to you about flooding. So that's a concept where someone essentially just like jumps into the uh, really deep end and just does their most anxiety-provoking thing right away. So I talked to you all about that. Then I talk to you about, is it distraction or is it just moving on with your life? This idea of good distraction versus bad distraction, a super common question that I get. Seeking reassurance or am I seeking information? So again, I teach you all about how to actually make these conclusions on your own, how I come up with the conclusion based on the information that I have. And I want you to be able to work your way through that too. We talk about momentum, building motivation and fostering motivation and also willingness. Willingness is a huge key of everything that uh, really comes in play with everything that we talk about. So willingness is huge and it has its own lesson related to that. We talk about tolerating uncertainty. Just sitting within learning to tolerate uncertainty is I know the last thing that you guys want to do, but it's really, in my opinion, not a choice, right? Even in science, we don't use words like certain. We don't use words like prove. And so if that's what we have, then let's figure it out together. And so I think this lesson will be really helpful at helping you come to a place of peace with all of that. Then we get to a lesson called Progress Checkpoint, where I really help you evaluate your advancements and celebrate your wins, really making sure that you're not minimizing your accomplishments, no self-deprecating thoughts, anything like that. So how to be more mindful of how far you've come and using that skill to your leverage. We then talk about SMART goals. So making sure that you are redefining your goals as you progress and as you get better, really embracing adaptability. So as your world gets bigger, what recovery looks like for you when that happens. Talk about lapses and how to learn from these because they're bound to happen, but they don't have to be as bad as you think. And so I'll teach you really how to learn from your lapses and approach them with curiosity rather than judgment. Then we're going to actually have you formulate an effective relapse prevention plan. This is what I do with my clients before they discharge. So um, really coming up with a plan like, how do I know when I'm struggling? How do I know when I'm starting to slip? How do I know when I'm doing? These are all the things just in advance you want to have a plan for. Then we talk about whack-a-mole, which is obviously a super common difficulty that people with OCD experience just dealing with this, this ever-changing target nature that OCD has, where it goes from target to target and from subtype to subtype. So I have tons of anecdotes about that throughout the end game and throughout the whole OCD and anxiety recovery blueprint, but specifically in this lesson, we're going to talk about how to really address that issue. We then talk about the backdoor spike, another huge issue that a lot of people experience. So what happens when you start to no longer feel anxious? Are you going back into the vortex? What's happening, right? This huge uh, spike of anxiety about no longer being anxious. I want you to feel like you can actually handle that. I have a lesson, which I really love. I feel like we don't talk about this enough. Equipping loved ones to actually aid in your recovery. So I talk to them. This is really a, a lesson where for the first time, I'm not talking to the person who has OCD. I'm actually talking to the family member. So this is really intended for, of course, the person with OCD to listen to and to watch and to benefit from, but also to share directly with a family member so that they can learn about the ways that they're probably exacerbating the OCD with the best of intentions, but probably accommodating and making things worse. I actually include some examples of accommodations, scripts, some assessments that you can do, and things to say that are supportive without accommodating. We talk a lot about values and making sure that you're making decisions that are actually aligned with your values rather than in fear as your world gets bigger and bigger. I talk to you about how to get the most out of your exposure and response prevention practice. So making sure that, yes, while this work is difficult, how do we get the most out of it and make sure that you're maximizing your potential? Then I have my good friend, um, Karen Gill. She's a licensed therapist, and she comes on for an expert guest interview. We talk all about how ERP is for life and how to make it a lifestyle and how that doesn't have to be as daunting as you think. It's actually a really cool thing and how this is just going to be the most epic, amazing mental transformation of your life. I then get into some uh, additional tips and strategies about kind of things that affect people when they have other issues that might be going on, which is totally common. So for instance, if you're struggling with depression or low mood, I have a lesson in here about behavioral activation. So how to do and implement behavioral activation, which is the evidence-based treatment for depression, how to supercharge your recovery with those strategies. I then go a little bit deeper about ACT, so acceptance and commitment therapy. It's just a deeper dive into ACT and how that can really bolster your ERP work. I do the same thing with ICBT, which is inference-based CBT. So it's a hot topic in our field. This whole lesson would not be complete if we didn't mention and talk about ICBT and how it can really enhance all the work that you're doing. I talk a lot about self-compassion. So I know it sounds really cliche, but self-compassion is probably not actually what you think that it is. And so I want to just unlock an entirely new way for you to evaluate and implement self-compassion. There's an entire lesson on mindfulness for OCD and anxiety. So it's such a powerful tool and, and a necessary tool really. And so something that you're gonna be able to help have you help you for life. Then we talk about self-encouragement and how to actually be your own cheerleader without it becoming a compulsive self-assurance. So the end game is really for somebody who has been working on their OCD and anxiety for a good while now. And it's for, for those who want more. They want like a life-altering, I've never felt the same control. It's also for those who already have a pretty good understanding of virtual prevention. It's a prerequisite, which is. Why I believe so strongly in getting the entire blueprint, the entire system. But obviously, if you can't, it would be assumed that by the time you're ready for the end game and before you can actually appropriately implement the end game, that this is a prerequisite that you're feeling confident in your ability to resist compulsions. So, when you sign up for the end game, you get access to the private circle community, which is amazing. Tons of engagement there. We have a celebration channel, an accountability channel, tons of things popping off multiple times a day, multiple times an hour, even really good stuff. There's also As of the time that I'm filming this, as of October 18th, 2023, there's also already two hour long call replays that you're going to get in video form forever in that circle community. In addition to what you already get as part of the end game, you're going to get an additional two hours, if not more, as obviously time goes on. You're going to get two hours of uh, bonus Q&A calls that you can watch back and listen to for added support and guidance. Within just the end game itself, you get 38 videos with 13 hours of to the point content You get 22 worksheets that are going to put you directly in the driver's seat of your journey. So lots of good work here. And you get lifetime access to the course. So any additions, any future updates or anything like that, you're going to get in on it. There are payment plans available. There's a money back guarantee. I will be sure to link to all of that in the show notes so that you can just easily click and go. There's also a video on the sales page that I will link you to where it takes you behind the scenes and it will show you everything that's inside. So it's an awesome little video. It'll show you everything that's inside if you're more of a visual person. If this sounds like it's up your alley, if you have any questions, reach out to me at hello at jennaoverbotlpc.com. This is a great program and it's for my advanced peeps. It's for people who are wanting more and you can finish this thing. You can defeat OCD. It is possible for you. And like I said, if you're still not sure, reach out. I would love to chat with you a little bit more about it. If you are new here, If you want to check out the other programs, you can head to my website. You can also head to the previous episodes and check those out. Next week, I'm going to talk to you about my mini mind um, experience. This is the first time that I'm really talking about it, and obviously the first time that I'm going to be doing it. So, this is an experience that's going to take place for those who either have the entire system, who have the entire blueprint, or who have incrementally purchased all three of those courses over time. So, It's a prerequisite in order to apply for this mini mind that you have had all three of those courses either separately or all together in the blueprint. And so, what that is, it's going to be 16 to 18 weeks of really in-depth support, weekly support groups, expert FAQs, Q and A sessions with me. It's going to be amazing, and it's going to be just like that added level of support to help people get to the finish line, tie up any loose ends in their recovery, and hopefully send them off into an amazing life and lifestyle. That is all the things that we've been talking about. So like I said, any questions, let me know. All the links will be in the show notes. I will talk to you guys next week about that um, mini mind experience. So stay tuned on that. And until next time, you guys, I'm your host, Jenna. Keep doing all the hard things. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It would mean the world to me if you would take a quick minute to please give it a review. And while you're at it, check out my website at www.JennaOverbaughLPC.com to sign up for my free email newsletter that includes an instant, free downloadable PDF to help jumpstart your OCD and anxiety recovery journey. You can also find me on Instagram or TikTok at Jenna.Overbaugh. If you liked what you listened to here, you can download some of my workshops and courses on OCD, anxiety, and treatment at my website as well. Thank you so much again for tuning in and until next time, keep doing all the hard things.